They don't know you until they know you, so you may as well show them the person you want to be. That's a quote from my new book, Master Your Message, The Guide to Finding Your Voice in Any Situation. You can find out more about it in the show notes. Hey everyone, this is Vernon Ross and welcome to the Social Strategy Podcast, bringing you the best in online business, social media, and good old-fashioned networking. And guys, I got a treat for you today. I know I have a lot of coaches on my podcast that listen, that tune in. Um, being a coach myself and not quite actually honestly having students over the past year, uh, not that I directly worked with one-on-one because I just found it exhausting. Um, it's very hard to scale. And when you're working with uh, individuals and you're not bringing in, you know, huge coaching dollars, the amount of time that you spend, it's the same. Whether it's one person that you're coaching and they're only paying you a couple hundred dollars a month or they're paying you $10,000 a month. And I think one of the problems that coaches run into is how do I bridge from the single clients that are only a few hundred dollars a month or you know, only a few hundred dollars a year, quite honestly, how do I serve those people in a bigger way? How do I actually show up in a bigger way? And how do I grow my coaching practice to something that's scalable that I don't burn out on because I've got to see 50 clients in order to actually do anything and you don't end up delivering value? Well, my next guest, she is a client enrollment strategist. And what she does is help coaches understand how to actually build an effective business billing out at, you know, multiple thousands of dollars per month and actually providing that amount of value in your coaching business, not just charging high prices. And so you can say you're a high ticket coach, but actually delivering the value at that bigger level and showing you how to bring it all home. Petra, welcome to the show. Hi, Vernon. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for coming on. This is I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Oh, good. So am I. <laughs> so let me ask you this first question, just kind of to uh, kick this off. Why do you think so many coaches are broke? Oh, wow. You really went there, didn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just, just go there. You know something? I think that many, the reason why so many coaches are broke is because initially we get into this business because you want to help people. Okay. Yeah. Whether it's in their health, in their business or their mindset, their life, we want to help people because a lot of the time we tend to coach because we have been through that specific transformation. Now, the reason why many coaches are broke is because they feel bad. They feel guilty about charging um, a higher dollar amount because they're helping people. So they have this kind of mindset issue where they think because they're helping people, they can't charge for it. So what happens is that they will automatically go onto the hourly rate model where they might be charging, you know, whether it's $50 an hour or $200 an hour because they Google, you know, they Google other coaches and see that people are doing this as well. And so they, they tend to stick to that model and don't realize that there are people out there that are willing, able, and wanting to actually invest in themselves at a higher dollar amount. Now, because they don't have a, um, a system of how to do that, they just remain broke until they find me. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> well, I'm glad I found you. But so you know, I think that's that's interesting with not having systems. But before we get into that, I think people are going to want to know how did you become a coach and and where did you go from first starting out? Because I think all coaches probably start out in that space where you're not making a ton of money. Um, you're serving. You know, you're what you know, what a lot of people call a heart centered entrepreneur your biggest thing is helping as many people as you can. And often mm-hmm. there's not a lot of economics behind that. So when you first started coaching, how, how did it start for you? So it started for me when my husband had a disaster at his job. So my husband was a long distance driver and he used to get up in the morning between three and four o'clock, eight, three and four a.m. Then he wouldn't get home till about seven. And one day he came home and he says that he fell asleep at the wheel. And at that time, we said, you know, we had to really sit down and really evaluate our lives because, you know, this was my um, husband who, you know, who I love. There's no way that I wanted to lose him. So we actually started out running a T-shirt printing business and workwear embroidery business. And what happened was, is that um, we, we used our savings and we bought our equipment straight away. I then began to go door to door and sell my T-shirts and um, my workwear embroidery uniforms. And we started to make good money straight away in our business um, because we were definitely pricing us, uh, pricing our products way higher than what you could get online. So we were doing this really, really successfully. I mean, the first time that I sold um, the t- my two T-shirts, I made £36. That was mon- Monday, the 13th of July, 2013. And I left... <laughs> yeah, hey, Vernon, I'm not forgetting that date, you know. All right. <laughs> and then on the Friday, I left my job. I just left my job. And I just knew that I was going to be an entrepreneur and I left my job. So what I did was I, I was going door to door. I was going to networking events. Um, we were getting sales really, really consistently. And we were making really good money, much more money than what we were, what, what, than our, than our wages. Right. And then what happened is that when I was going to networking events, um, other people started to ask us, how are you getting all of these clients? How are you getting all these customers? How are you making that much money? And, Especially how, because I also transitioned online. So we started, I started to um, go into Twitter groups, mm-hmm. Facebook groups. And I also got to the first page of Google within 30 days of creating my website. So other business owners started to say to me, how am I attracting these clients online? How is it happening? Because they wasn't getting calls from Google. They wasn't getting clients from Twitter. And to me, it was, it just became, it was very, very natural and easy to me. So then I then transitioned into consultancy. So I found my first clients at networking events. Okay. Um, I was booking consultations at networking events because I just knew that, hey, I needed to help people of of how to attract clients online. So I got my first clients at networking events and I started my coaching business in August 2014. And then within six weeks, I got my first um, coaching clients and I made $13,000 within six weeks. And that is literally how I started my coaching. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay. So, wow. Yes. Wow. (laughs) There's a lot that you said there. 
so I have to ask, when you first started your t-shirt business, cause we're, we're going to go back a little bit. When yeah. you first started this, why did you price yourself higher than what you could get online and go door to door? Why did you choose that route? You know something? It's, I don't think it was a major strategy, to be honest. I really, really didn't. I mean, we were selling one regular t-shirt with a printed logo, a small logo on the left breast. Mm -hmm. And we were charging £20 for that t-shirt. Twenty pounds, and you could go online and get that same T-shirt for like five pounds. So I can't <laughs> say I, I really, really can't say Vernon why I did that. I just did. Right. And I remember, I remember I was going out. To, I was going to industrial estates. I was going to hair salons. I was going to restaurants everywhere in my local area. And the thing is, I didn't have a website at the time. I didn't even have a business card. I would, I was so naive and like had no idea about business. I was just like ripping off a piece of paper and giving people my number and basically telling them how much, um, you know, how much my t-shirts were. And they were saying, yes, these people were handing me their money. Didn't know me from Adam. Oh, I love no, it. I love it. No website. No <laughs> bloody Facebook, nothing. And I'll be coming home with like hundreds of pounds. And my husband's like, oh, you got more sales today, babe. I'm like, yeah, dude, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't have a strategy. Like, this is how much it is, you know, like it or not, basically. Right. No, that's, yeah. ama that's amazing. And you know what I think it says is that don't overthink it. Don't overcomplicate it. Because I think when you start going back to, to coaching and when you start looking at coaching, I, I know from experience that we overcomplicate it. We, mm. we worry about the website. We worry about the business cards. We worry about whether or not you have a, a three-page brochure that explains all the different coaching, coaching methodologies you're going to be using yes. and what they're going to get out of it. And all, all the things that you think the most successful coaches have. I've seen mm. coaches that have not had one client, has never talked to anyone, has never been to anything, have all this stuff set up, and it's amazing. They've spent thousands of dollars on it, yeah. but they've not talked to one person. And, and not made any money, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's your point drives it home where you just have to start. No matter what you're doing, pick up the phone, call somebody, yep. go out, and you weren't afraid to go out and talk to people. No, no. I mean, I couldn't, I didn't have any time to be afraid, Vernon, because if, if my, my husband continued in that job, I don't know what would have happened to him. Yeah. So we didn't have time to be afraid. And then within, within three months of starting that business, my husband was able to leave that job which was fantastic. So our little, our little t-shirt printing business was sustaining our bills and everything. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And what I think it also says is that you started one business, just something simple. And I, I tell yeah. people all the time, look, start, start simple. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, he's huge in social media. I'm not sure if you know who he is, but yeah, um, yeah this whole eBay thing, he's got an eBay challenge where he challenges people, you know, go around your house. If you want to start a business, you need to understand how to sell things. You've got mm. stuff at home, go around your house, find stuff of value, put it on eBay and actually make, start making money and researching and understanding right. how to do that better so that 
you talk about you want to do this startup, you've got to actually understand how to start making money. And so you right. you were able to do that, transition that from, okay, yeah, I'm I'm selling T-shirts, but I'm also, now I've gone online. I'm, I'm ranking a website. I'm doing this stuff. I'm doing that stuff. And there's another demand. Business owners want to know how I'm doing it. So yeah. you start talking to business owners. You started consulting, which was just a natural progression into your business mm-hmm. and eventually into a coaching business. And within six weeks, you made $13,000. Yeah. That brings and no up one the, knew me. Right. That brings up the next question. How did you price your first coaching package? Because I think a lot of coaches get into that. And I believe you've got a system behind that that has something to do with the, the letter C and it's like four yeah. parts to it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so how did I uh, price my first package? Now, this is really interesting because I met my first client at a networking event. Just one of those normal 6 a.m. networking events <laughs> oh that God. we all hate. But we, we have to be, we've got to go to them when we're starting out, Vern. And we've got to, we've got to go to these events. And I met him at this event and I said, hey, you know, would you like to have a consultation? And he says, yes. And, you know, at that time, I think I was about what, how old am I now? 39. I was about 34-ish around that, around that age. And this guy was, has, he's been in business for years and years and years. And, you know, he was much older than me. And I remember we were in a hotel lobby and I bought him a coffee and we sat down, had this consultation with him. Now, he was my first ever consultation. So as you can imagine, I, you know, never really sold consulting services before. So that consultation actually took me two hours for him to say yes. <laughs> it took me two hours. And I said the price and the, I said, okay, the price is £1,500. <laughs> okay. And that I didn't have a strategy of how to price. Um, I never even, it didn't even cross my mind about should I be charging by the hour? I didn't have a clue. I just thought, okay, it's 1500 And then he said, okay. And then I gave him my iPad and I says, and we need to take a £500 deposit now, please. And he looked at me shocked and he went, I wish I could do that with my clients. (laughs) And this was a guy that's been in business for like 15 years or more. Um, And yeah, I didn't have a strategy of how how I priced my my services. That was my first client. And then I I made a friend at networking events, me and this guy, you know, we would always talk and have a laugh at networking events. And then one day he says to me, Petra, what are you doing for your clients? Um, and at that time, I was doing websites as well as consulting, as well as graphic design. Oh, wow. So I was doing all of that for 1500 And he says to me, he says, Petra, that's way too low. I was like, really? He says, yeah. So I was like, okay, fine. So the next, um, the next consultation that I had, I um, was a lady this time, and I said, and the investment is 3000 And she said, okay. <laughs> and yeah and she she paid the 1500 deposit the same evening and then she paid the balance 30 days later <laughs> so vernon i can't say to you and people always laugh when i say this i can't say i had a strategy i really really can't all i could say 
is that I knew that I was worth it and I knew that I could do it. I knew that I could help um, these people and, and that was, was my fee and that's how I started. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's why I just priced it. <laughs> yes, that's how I did it. Oh my gosh. So you're, you're the perfect example of stop overthinking your pricing structure and what's the strategy behind this price and how does it equal out to per hour and uh, you're 1500 bucks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to teach you what you need to know. $3,000. Yeah. I'm going to teach you what you need to know. That's, that is uh, funny. And I, I love the fact that you, you've, you've kind of, you've kind of seen there that I don't overthink because that's actually one of my greatest strengths. Um, I remember during that time when I first got when I got my first clients um, in 2014 in, in, in the wintertime. And I was at this, like this little book club, mm-hmm. a local book club. And it was a business owner. Some were experienced. Some were just starting out. And then I remember we, we had to do this exercise. And it was, okay, we had to write down our goals and everything, what we wanted to achieve. And at that point, I wasn't even online that much at that time. I only really got online in about 2015. But then I remember I sat there and I was like, I'm going to make 10000 a month. And they looked at me like I was crazy. Like, how are you going to do that? You only just started. <laughs> and I'm like, and, and they're all sitting down thinking, oh, what if it goes wrong? What if this happens? And, and I'm thinking, why are you thinking that? You know, we're business owners. We've got things, you know, we can do things that other people can't, that people are definitely... Um, going to want to invest in themselves with why what saw this whole um mindset thing about overthinking I, I just didn't I just really didn't comprehend it like at all and yeah they just stopped and looked at me and I think from even now I don't really sit and overthink about things I have an idea okay what do I need to do in order to to execute this idea and then I execute it yeah yeah, I think that's the thing that miss that misfires a lot when people start getting into, you know, what do I need to do? It's the uh, the analysis paralysis yes. thing that we all go through. It's like, well, let me think about how I'm going to approach this strategy, and then I'll say this, and then they may say this, and oh, I don't know, no, I'm not going to go to this event, or I'm not going to do that, or if I say this, this yeah. may, yeah, yeah, we all get into it, and we get so far into our heads that we end up not doing anything. That's right. Yeah. It's funny. I did that this weekend. <laughs> I'm like, I was looking at a letter that I needed. To, so I just wrote this book and uh, it got published. And, you know, this whole long story behind it, the audience kind of knows that story a, a little bit. But mm-hmm. I'm looking at this case of books that I've gotten. It's pre-ordered. And, you know, I've been given out a few and sold a few. And I'm like, OK, I need to get a book page up and I need to do this and I need to do that. And I was sitting down thinking about it and writing Mm -hmm. stuff out. And then I I realized about two and a half hours into my planning strategy that I actually hadn't done any work. Yeah. I just had a big long list of stuff to do, which I mean, you do have to plan, Mm -hmm. but quite honestly, the stuff that I needed to do, I could have probably done it in 20 minutes. Right. And just had it done. But I got into that, oh, well, I'm going to do this. And like, well, no, I don't like that. I think maybe I'll do this. And I'm, I'm writing out mm-hmm. dates and stuff like that. I'm like, wait a minute. I just spent two hours sitting here. I could have had this page up by now. I still don't have the page up because then other stuff started happening. And yes. so that's just a testament to think about what you're going to do, execute. 
That's right. Yeah, and know, just give yourself a time simple. frame. Right. Yeah. Now that that's that's interesting. So how did you how did you gain that confidence to first walk up to people and start selling and start talking? It sounds like more of it at first with the t-shirt business. You didn't have a choice. It was safety yeah. of your husband or keep doing the same thing that you're doing and, and continue to risk it. Yeah, I think this is a perfect time, really, to talk about the four C's. Yeah. So um, what, what I actually do is that I work with coaches and consultants and I really help them to transition into a high revenue business model that is completely dependent on enrolling premium clients. Okay. So that's exactly what I do. So I help them to position themselves as a premium brand, help them to create a, um, their own signature offer. Mm -hmm. And then what I do, I help them to um, master selling techniques so that they can get a yes straight away on the first call. And how um, we can do that in order to get that, um, in order to get to enrolling a client, I do have something which I call the four C's. Because what we've got to think about as business owners is that, yes, I know, I really know that, you know, you've started your business because of a passion that you have, because you really want to help people. But you've really got to understand is that you are a business owner. And businesses are meant to make money. So you've got to be able to know how to make cash in your business. Otherwise, you're going to go back to the nine to five. And I don't think we want that. So I've developed something which I call the four C's, um, which I'm going to elaborate on, which are confidence, clarity, connection and conversation. So the first one in terms of confidence there is a confidence that you need in order to speak to someone about what it is that you do, why you do it, and to book a consultation. So the confidence that you've got to have is actually in you. The way that I work with my clients, it's actually a bit of a soul-searching type of process. Mm -hmm. Because first of all, you have to really know who you are as a person. You know, you have to really understand the depths of exactly who you are and why you are, and why you do what you actually do, okay? You've, you've really got to understand as well, um, you know, what you like, you know, what you like and what you don't like, and really understand what it is that you want for your life and for your business. So you've got to be really confident and have complete self-assurance, and to be, you've got to have, um, be self-expressed, Okay, so I'm very, very expressive. Um, a lot of what I talk about can be con controversial, especially in this online space that we're in. Mm -hmm. So you've got to be very, very confident in your voice and what it is that you say. So, for example, I've got a client right now who is a dietitian. What, what she can, she is completely um, against high protein diets. OK, because if you look online, people are always talking about, hey, you need to have a high protein diet and you need to, um, you know, not eat carbs. OK, right. but she is very confident in her voice where she's saying, you know, something. Yes, you can eat carbs. You can lower blood sugar and you can lose weight eating carbohydrates. So her voice is completely opposite to what every other dietitian talks about. And when we worked together, we actually branded her as the Love Carb Coach. 
immediately <laughs> when we branded yeah when we branded her as a love carb coach she was immediately able to um to enroll a premium client because she didn't sound and look like anyone else okay um so that's where the confidence comes in you've got to be confident in your voice who you are what you stand for you've got to recognize that you know you're not for everyone okay everyone on this planet you're not meant to help them so you've got to confidently talk about okay who is it that you help and why you help them as well so you've got to be very very polarizing and be confident in that polarization okay so that's the first thing is you've really got to have confidence in who you are know who you are and be completely self-expressed because what's going to happen is that when you start expressing yourself confidently online at networking events people are going to naturally gravitate to you because they're going to wonder oh my god how how is she so confident they're not even going to realize um you know but they're going to be draw they're going to really draw to you and they're going to want to take interest and in knowing get to know more about who you are and what it is that you do yeah interesting i love it thank you so that's the first one then the second one is clarity. Now, so many coaches and consultants don't make any money because they don't know how to talk about what they do in a compelling and clear way. Okay. Oh yeah, I've I've, I've heard this one before. Oh my god! So if you can't if you can't say it, you can't sell it, and you're not going to make any money. Okay. So. Um, you've got to have clarity as to who is your target market. Now, I really understand that you've heard this before, but let's look at it in a different way. The definition of a premium client is someone that as soon as we have a consultation and we get on Skype and in the first kind of five minutes, I can tell straight away if that person is um, an ideal client for me because I start getting excited. Um, I start getting, um, you know, ideas for them. You know, I'm interested in what they have to say. Um, I can see that they want to do the work. You know, I can see that they are passionate. Okay. So when it comes to having clarity on your ideal client, it's not always about the demographic. Okay. So where they live, how much, you know, how much do they earn? Mm -hmm. It's not all about that. It's also about what type, what's the, what, who's going to pass through your filtration process. It's about um, you being completely clear on the people that you want to work with, because you know something as a consultant, and especially if you're doing one-to-one coaching where you're coaching someone for once a week or bi-weekly for three months, you've got to sit with that person for the next three months. So you have got to realize that <laughs> they're the person that you want to be spending your um, weekly, you know, <laughs> weekly with. Okay. So you've got to have clarity as to who your target market is. And you've got to have clarity as to what is your marketing message. So a lot of the time, as I said, coaches can't talk about what it is that they do. So you have to be able to um, understand, first of all, that you are a problem solver. So what is the problem that you solve? Okay. Secondly, you've got to know, okay, how do you solve that problem? And then thirdly, you've really got to have clarity as to what your target market actually wants. So what are their desires? So you have to know, um, you have to know that. And then you have to understand what it is. You have to have clarity as to why someone is going to buy from you 
and not from someone else. You have to really understand why people buy. And a lot of the time, people, um, why people buy isn't what you think it is, okay? Because you may be a health coach and you think that person, you know, wants to, you know, lose weight or whatever, okay? But is that what they're actually buying? What what they're buying is that maybe they, um, you know, what you know what they could actually be buying is how they feel about the weight is because they want to start dating again, okay? Right. So it's not necessarily because they want to just drop a hundred pounds. It's because they want to get a husband or a wife, okay? So you have to have clarity as to what your target market's desires actually are, and then you've got to have clarity on what it is that you offer. So you've got to have a specific blueprint of how you get someone from where they are now in their life, their business, or their health, and to what is their desired transformation. So that was number two, which was clarity. That's interesting because, you know, I've... um... I've heard coaches go, oh, yeah, I've got a plan, you know, for how to get you from this point to this point. But when you ask them to explain it, they can't Mm -mm. because they don't have any clarity. They don't understand how to get you from point A to point B. They don't have that blueprint that you talk about. No, this is this is really valuable. Thank you. And yeah, and that. that, (laughs) uh, Yeah, you you do. You so you do so much really have to have a, a blueprint. And then the third thing that we want to really, that's going to help you to make money in your coaching business is connection. It's connection. So I spoke um, earlier on about polarization. Mm -hmm. So when you polarize your audience, okay, you are going to be, some people are going to be for you and some people are not going to be for you. What you want to focus on is not everyone else. You want to focus on when you're doing your videos, your marketing, when you're writing an email, write it as if you're speaking to one person. Connect with them on on an emotional level. And the way that you do that is by sharing exactly who you are. You know, share, you know, share, um, share your stories, share your pets, share your kids, you know, talk, talk about things that are not just always about business, not just always about, um, you know, your business, but share things that are personal to you as well. So, um, something that I share a lot is the fact that I'm an introvert. Yeah, I am. (laughs) No, wait, 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 wait. That is counterintuitive to everything that your brand says. What are you talking about? Yeah, I, oh my God, Vernon, I am so awkward in groups. And, you know, if we're in a group situation, I will be the one that is not talking. Okay. I will be the one that is not going to be, I'm a listener. So I'm a listener. I like to absorb everything. And my thing is that I love to speak to someone one-to-one. I'm not good in a group situation. And you know something, I've accepted that. And um, it's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I've learned to be able to connect with people individually um, by sharing my worldview. So I have a very, very specific worldview when it comes to coaching and when it comes to consulting. One of which is I don't believe that you need to have a beautiful branded photo shoots in order to attract high paying clients. I really don't believe that you need to have a glossy, amazing, brilliant $5,000 website either. And I really don't believe that you have to look 
or dress or have a certain type of accent or be a certain type of nationality to enroll high-end clients, okay? So a lot of the time when, um, you know, you see people online talking about you need to attract high-end clients, they will say to you, they'll say, you need to have a website. You need to have a beautiful logo. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to be in a, a field of, of daisies and daffodils and fun <laughs> and take pictures leaping in the field. Oh, That's I what they those. say. Yep. Yeah, but you don't have to. So because my stance is really, really strong on that, I have a very specific worldview. Um, if you go onto my website or my Facebook, you know, my, my, my images, they were taken by a friend of mine, okay, and they've been up there since 2014. So there were, I have a very specific worldview, and my worldview um, creates connection in other people because they always, because they believe what I believe as well. So it's, that's why it's so important to share your message, have that connection, because the people that are going to be contacting you are the same people that are going to have that same worldview as you. And because I'm also an introvert, I attract a lot of introverts as well. And <laughs> my introverts clients, they're doing really well and they are enrolling clients at a high dollar amount. So, so that's connection. <laughs> I love it. Um, the last one then in order to make money in your business, because these are the four C's, is conversation. So many um, coaches and consultants are really, really scared of selling. They don't know how to sell. They really don't know how to ask for money. Okay. They don't know how to ask for the, for the sale. So what I talk about is, you know, now you've got it as a woman as well, you know, you can go online and you can, you can hear other sales coaches talking about authentic selling, soul centered selling, whatever you want to call it, how pretty you want to call it. It's still selling. Okay. You still have to sell. So what I, what I teach my clients is how to have that collaborative conversation that so that they immediately say yes on the call, then you take the payment and they pay you straight away. Okay. So on the conversation, when you're um, having, whether, whether it's going to be on Skype or Zoom or whether it's face to face, you've got to have, you've got to take the lead in that conversation and you've really got to understand what that person wants and you've got to deliver, you know, let, let that person see when they're speaking to you, the transformation that they're going to get when they work with you, because we sell services we don't sell shoes or a house, okay? We sell services which is which are not tangible. So you've got to know how to make your services tangible, okay, during sales conversations so that they can say yes to you and that they can see themselves in their most positive future. Because the reason why people are going to buy from you isn't because you have a flashy website. Is it because they're going to be, you're going to be coaching with them once a week for three months? It's not that. They're, they're actually, the reason why they're going to say yes to working with you is because they have a dream and they want, they want to achieve that dream and they know that they will achieve that dream if they're walking in sync with you during your coaching. Okay, so that's the reason why people buy and it's knowing how to have a structured collaborative conversation that your the person that you're speaking to absolutely understands 
where they are now in their life or their business and where they and and where you are going to take them to okay and then they also have to know the results they're going to get when they work with you this is something that a lot of coaches and consultants really fail at because they are so afraid to say you know something when you work with me you are going to get X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. They're scared to talk about the results because they say, well, Petra, I can't guarantee the results. But then I say, well, if you have got a, a blueprint of how you, you know, take your person from here to there, then why wouldn't they get the result? Because you've got to be confident and explicitly say the results that they're going to get when they work with you. Okay. So, so for example, with me, one of my brand, um, my brand promise is that I work with you so that you can enroll high-end clients within six weeks or less. I have a proven formula where I can say that to you when we have a, a consultation that, look, if you haven't got clients, I can help you to get those clients within six weeks or less. Okay, so with um, a sales, with the with the conversation, you've got to be able to explicitly take that person through. Um, a structured conversation, which is collaborative. And you've got to tell them the results that they get. And you've got to take payment on that first call. That is, that is difficult for people to do. It is. That, it pay, is. that payment on the first call. Cause you know, if you, the, um, what is it? The, um, not, 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 not the blueprint, but what you hear very commonly from a lot of coaches, even, you know, especially the well-known ones is, uh, well, your first session, you want to do a free session and then you want to book a second session to actually close them on the second session. No, Mm-mm. that's not what I do at all. So no, you not. And this is the thing. It doesn't matter if you are brand new to coaching or if you're experienced, you want to get that money, okay? And listen, we've got to be Ron Vernon show here. So we've got to talk, you know, we've got to keep it real here. You've got to take the payment on the first call and you can take the payment. I have got clients that are were completely brand new to coaching, had no, no testimonials, nothing, no social media presence, but they was able to have a collaborative conversation and take the payment straight away. There are a few things that I don't believe in. I don't believe you need testimonials to enroll clients. I don't believe you have to do any kind of free coaching at all to um, absolutely not to get high paying clients. Vernon, if you, <laughs> you know, people always laugh. And this is why I'm saying that my worldview is very, very different to a lot of um, coaches out there. But you can, you know, you, you don't have to do that. Because once you have that confidence, the clarity and the connection and know how to have a collaborative conversation, that person is going to say yes to you and that person is going to take out their card and you are going to enter their card details in and take that payment on the first call. And that's exactly what I help my clients to do. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Because, you know, it's, it's a lot of the stuff that I tell people. I'm like, stop doing what everyone else tells you to do. It's not necessary. Mm-hmm. You got to do what you find important and what feels right to you. And if it doesn't feel right to you to do a free session that ends up being, you know, going from a half hour call to a two and a half hour coaching yeah. session that you didn't get paid for and you really weren't able to deliver them value because it was so high level, but you spent two hours doing high level stuff 
instead of actually getting into your program. That's right. That's on you for not having a process down and actually having a direction of where you're going to be able to take this person. And so, you know, going through these four C's, confidence, clarity, connection, and conversation, I think it's huge for coaches. You guys can send your PayPal payments to Patreon. I'll put our PayPal uh, email address in the show (laughs) notes because you just got coached on how to actually make money. Absolutely. And that's what it's about. (laughs) <laughs> That's that is interesting. That is amazing. So, as as we're wrapping things up and and getting to the end of the podcast, I'm I'm curious. There's so many coaching programs online, and you run into them from you know some of the big names to people that offer all of these supporting services. So you'll see you know templates for coaches and how to do this and you know, how to teach your tribe this and, and do that. Do you believe in getting some of those things together or do you think coaches should actually put together their own coaching blueprints and packages? So I do think that I do definitely think that, you know, if you are a coach, you definitely should um, invest in programs mm-hmm. Um do I necessarily believe in templates? I, I don't really think I do. Because the first thing is when you are a coach, you have to know yourself. Um, you really, really have to know who you are, what it is that you do, what it is that you like. And that's something that, you know, you've really got to know what your zone of genius is and admit what that is and shout about it. You know, tell people what your zone of genius is because so many people don't know how to promote themselves. But once you absolutely know what your zone of genius is and how you help people, you can definitely start going out there and, and talking about it. But if you can't sell, you definitely want to, um, you know, invest in coaching um, to help you to do that. That's what I, I definitely do think. I do, you know, I do believe in programs, but I think that with what I teach my clients with is basically sales, how to get your first, you know, how to get clients at the, the, the price that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And then once, once you can then, once you can, um, once you are making a good consistent income now that could, you know, good and consistent is relative. So let's just say yeah, right. 10,000, everyone wants to earn this whole 10,000 thing. Okay. Yeah, the six figure, <laughs> the six figure, I'm, I'm a six figure coach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So everyone wants to get there. So if you do want to earn, you know, a consistent five to $10,000 a month, what I would suggest is definitely going, you know, sitting back, you know, listen to this, um, podcast again, go through the four C's and start selling your services. Once you start selling your services, if you want to take a course on, you know, um, list building or Facebook ads or something, then you can. But you can't do list building, Facebook advertising, webinars without being able to know how to sell. <laughs> right. Okay? right. So it, all this right here is the foundation. It's absolutely the foundation. Yeah, I think you said it perfectly because what people do is, okay, I'm going to run Facebook ads because I heard – you know, this high end coach over here say, oh, well, you can run Facebook ads to a webinar. And then from your webinar, you can sign up clients. Mm. And they've never actually signed up a client to begin with. Uh, yeah. So and this is something that I've, I'm very adamant about is do not pay. Do not do. Don't do webinars. 
do not do Facebook advertising if you don't know how to organically sign up clients. I love it. I love it because that is so important. I I get so sick of hearing people, oh, the magic Facebook is going to bring you clients because it's it's magic and you can just pay for an ad and you're going to get a client and you've never enrolled anybody face-to-face or over, over the phone. Yeah. And I tell people all the time, it does not work. You have to actually get into a conversation with someone. Yep. Talk to them, understand what their needs are, identify it, identify the outcome that they want, understand they're not hiring you because you're a coach and you've got this great program. They're hiring you because they have confidence that you can get them to the point of the outcome that they want. Absolutely, yeah. And I think, I think once you master number four, conversation, that structured collaborative conversation, that's mm-hmm. when you actually can say on the call, okay, so it's this much and I'll need your credit card number. Yes, now that, that is amazing. Wow. I love it. <laughs> I love it. We could keep going on this one because <laughs> this is good. This is good stuff. This is really good stuff. I didn't even get into stuff I wanted to talk about because we didn't need to at this point. Well, I can always come back again and talk about something else. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to have you back on here because this is uh, this is some amazing <laughs> stuff. I mean, so many people want to get into coaching and it's one of the fastest growing career fields for, I think, people transitioning yeah. out of corporate America and, you know, just other jobs into this because the income earning potential is so high. So I yeah. think the allure of coaching, you know, traps a lot of people in and they want to do coaching and they want to have a coaching practice and they don't understand sometimes the basics of coaching. It's not just because you're good at giving advice to your friends. You actually do have to have a system. Yes. And, you know, I see so many that, oh, well, yeah, I'm a coach. What do you what do you coach on? Well, I kind of help people do, you know, the things that they want to do and pursue their passions. I'm like, okay, so how do you do that? Uh, Well, you know, we have a few sessions and we sit down and we talk and, you know, I'll help you identify the things that are important to you. I'm like, but how do you do that? Yeah, they have no clue. Yeah. I mean, you have like a process, a blueprint, a plan. Which I think is also important, and I'm sure you you probably agree with this. You actually have to have a name to your system. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, yeah. Right, right. I've run into so many that are like, oh, well, I just, I do this and I help them, you know, do this. And I'm like, well, what's it called? Yeah. Because then that's it, part of your marketing and Facebook stuff once you get to that point. That's true. In fact, the system that I've called what how I help my clients is actually called Sales in Six Mastery. Oh, I like that. And what that is, is because um, I don't believe it, it's, it needs to take more than six weeks to enroll a client. Absolutely not. So as, as, you, as, you, as I said earlier, um, it took me six weeks to make $13,000. And many of my clients have worked with me one week, two weeks, um, and they've actually enrolled clients. So Sales in Six Mastery is the step-by-step system that eagerly gets your um, ideal clients to enroll onto your premium services within six weeks or less. Wow. It's amazing, yeah. guys. You guys, you got you to gotta find Petra and talk to her about your stuff if you want to you wanna coach, even, even if you're not talking about coaching. I think that the stuff you're talking about is valuable for business owners to understand how they deliver value to their clients and to their customers. Because I, I, I think the coaching methodologies spill over into everything. I mean, you're talking about basic sales and delivering value and an outcome yes. to whoever it is your target market is. 
So, you know, whether you're a dry cleaner or whether you're an actual yeah. coach, I think you could use this system to understand how to better serve your clients. Absolutely. Wow, this is powerful stuff. Petra, um, I know everyone can find you on Twitter at Petra underscore Foster. Where else can we find you online? I have a Facebook group, and the Facebook group is called Enroll High-End Clients with Ease. You can find me there. You can also find me on Facebook, which is Petra Foster. And I do have a ebook, which is called How to Create and Sell Premium Coaching Packages. Right. <laughs> and you can, all you need to do is go to petrafoster.com forward slash podcast. And you can just, you can download that and you can follow the steps in there. So what I'm going to do, guys, I'm going to put all of that stuff in the show notes. Uh, there's going to be a link to the ebook. There'll be a link to all of her social media where you can find her. And you also have a YouTube channel that we didn't even get a chance to talk about where you interview some pretty impressive people. Yes, yes, I do. Um, my, my, <laughs> I love my interviews. They're completely not planned. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm in that camp. No, <laughs> so they have no idea what I'm going to ask them. And it's actually called High End Rollers TV. So we talk a lot about money. As you can imagine, it's high-end rollers. Right. Um, yeah, so it's brilliant. I do, I do love that those interview series. Well, I'll definitely make sure to hook up your YouTube channel because you guys are going to learn a lot there as well. If you thought that this interview was jam-packed with information, wait till you see the YouTube channel. There's some good stuff out there. Trust me, there's some good stuff. All right, Petra, this has been fun. I, uh, I think the audience is going to learn a lot, especially the coaches out there. So, guys, I want some feedback on this episode because there's just so much here. You could literally take this episode, take down notes. You should have about two and a half pages. That's what I've got <laughs> and build your <laughs> system. And then when you get, when you start doing that, then you need to reach out to Patreon and, and get her help to get you to that next level. Patreon, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been a pleasure. Thank you. I've had so much fun, Vern. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks a lot. All right, guys, that was good. I got a couple things we're going to run through really quickly. We're going to talk about the book. going to talk about Prince Harry. And we're going to talk about this episode. So the four C, confidence, clarity, connection, and conversation. If you did not hear it and somehow you ended up the end of the podcast, go back, listen to it, and then check out the show notes because I've got some notes in the show notes about those four C's. If you use these four things that Petra was talking about doing the interview, you're going to be able to change your business and the way that you're showing up in conversations. You're going to be able to show up in a bigger way. I know I talk about that all the time, but it is something that you need to do. You need to show up in a bigger way and you need to do that for your clients. If you have clients, you have a service business, you want to make sure that you're having the right conversations. You've got to go in there with confidence. You got to be clear about what it is that you offer and what it is that you can do for them and the outcome that they're going to get by working with you. And that's the important part. And that's where a lot of coaches fall short. They don't focus on outcomes. They don't focus on where they're going to get the people in the amount of time that they're going to get them there. And they don't want to be accountable for that failure or success, which I think is a mistake. I think as a coach, you should be responsible on whether or not they fail or whether or not they succeed. You cannot make them do it, but your process should be defined enough that if they follow it, they do get success. And if they don't get success, they should be able to show you where in the process it wasn't working for them. You should be able to then go back, readjust from that conversation that you have and help them get to where they need to be. 
So awesome interview. I got a lot of really good information from Petra, and I'm so glad she came on the podcast. So definitely check her out. Check out the show notes. Everywhere you can find her is there. Send her a tweet. Let her know you enjoy the podcast and you enjoy this episode. It's a little late getting out, but we had some stuff, delays with the uh, Midwest Digital Marketing Conference last week. That was amazing. Uh, Met a lot of good people. Uh, Made friends with Chris Strub at Chris Strub on Twitter. Um, Snapchat influencer, great guy, just all around good dude. So definitely follow him. I don't have anything in the show notes. I may try to get something added, but just a good guy. Good guy to know, good guy to follow. Follow him on Snapchat. He's got great Snap stories. Also, the book. The book is not out yet. It comes out in June, but you still can pre-order it. There is a link in the show notes to pre-order the book. There's going to be some stuff going up on the site. Um, I had some stuff, took it down, changed the site around a little bit, looking for a web designer. So if you are a web designer, hit me up, vernon at vernonross.com. I'm interviewing people now to revamp this site over the next couple months. Hopefully before the book launches. If not, it's not that big a deal as long as there's a link out there. You can get it anywhere books are sold. Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, Amazon.com. Just search for Master Your Message. It will show up. And actually, I prefer if you search for it to find it because, quite honestly, that helps you move up in the uh, rankings on Amazon. If you guys didn't know that, so just dropped a little Amazon knowledge on you there. And last but not least, podbean.com forward slash VR if you want 30 days for free. And the reason that you may want to jump on Podbean is because Prince Harry was just on Byronie's um, podcast. Um, Byronie Gordon, she's a reporter in the UK for The Telegraph. The Telegraph is one of the podcasts that is actually hosted on Podbean, and they happen to be one of the clients that I help get set up. So... You guys may want to check that out. Podbean is pretty good. If it's good enough for the Telegraph to use, I think it's probably good enough for your podcast. If you know anything about them, they're a huge media conglomerate in the UK, and they're big enough to have Prince Harry on her first podcast. I don't know where you can go from there, from having a prince as your first interview, but that's pretty insane. So they talk a lot about mental health. And it's, it's a vitally important subject that we need to talk more openly about. And I'm glad that Prince Harry was able to come forward and talk about it and get that out there. So with that, guys, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. As you can hear, my voice is failing a little bit. Allergies and everything else during this season is pretty, pretty bad, but I digress. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. Uh, thank you so much for tuning into the show. Vernon at VernonRoss.com is the email. Hit me up in email. I love getting your emails. On Twitter, at Ross PR. On Instagram, at Ross PR. On Snapchat, at Ross PR. Hit me up on any of those networks to start a conversation. All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here, and I will see you in the next episode. Make your soul strong to the end. This one-